Welcome to ABC, Abergavenny Baptist Church, building faith and friendship. Escalator. When I say the word escalator, what comes to mind? Maybe you think of the London Tube Station with all the commuters rushing up and down the escalators trying to catch the train. Or maybe you think of those big shopping centers with shoppers going up and down, traveling up and down the escalators trying to find the latest bargain. In the 80s, there was a song called The Escalator of Life. And it had the lyric, we're dancing on the escalator of life. We won't be happy until we have it all. It's a powerful image, the escalator of life, as the escalator carries us through life. But the question is, is the escalator going up or down? It's going up, of course, the world will tell us, because that's the most popular direction that everyone goes. You, you start at the bottom, and then you work your way up. At the bottom, you're a nothing, a nobody. And then you work your way up to the top, and you become somebody with wealth and power and status. Ever since the beginning, that's how human life works. You start at the bottom at school in year one, and you work your way onwards and upwards until you finish school. Then you're off to university, and again, you start at the bottom in the first year, and you work your way onwards and upwards until you graduate. And then we get into our careers, and again, the escalator moves onwards and upwards, often with a lot of pushing and shoving as we try to get to the top. Because the higher you go, the more status, the more power, and the more wealth you've got. Ever since the beginning. That's how human life works. And those on the escalator of life have the motto, do everything out of selfish ambition, in pride, value yourself above others, looking only to your own interests. At the bottom, there's a lot of need and, and reason for humility. But when you get to the top, you can push your weight around. Because you've arrived, you're a winner, and the world applauds you ever since the beginning. That's the way human life works. But is there a different way, a different way of living in a different direction? Well, the birth of Jesus shows us that there is. In Philippians chapter 2 and verses 6 through to 11, is probably one of the oldest Christian hymns about Jesus. And it says in verse 6, Who, that's referring to Jesus, who being the very nature God, the very essence God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. So what we discover over here is that Jesus is the very essence of God. He is equal to God because He shares the same essence, the same quality as God. In other words, He's way at the top of the escalator. He is the most powerful being in the whole universe. Yet He doesn't take advantage of that position and that status. 
Wow! In the light of the fact that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, it's not hard to think of people who have used, or should I say abused, their position in order to enrich themselves. The bankers before the the credit crunch used or abused their position to enrich themselves rather than to work for the good of everyone. Politicians likewise often abuse their position. And even people in the ministry have abused their position. And Jesus could have so easily have used his power and his position for his own benefit. He could have taken advantage of his position. But we read in verse 7, rather, he made himself nothing. He became a nobody. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Over 2,000 years ago, God became a human, became a baby in the person of Jesus, born in a stable in Bethlehem, born to a nobody, Mary, from poor rural Nazareth. Whenever we see the faces of poor, homeless, dispossessed, nobodies in our news, we need to remember that is Jesus. But Jesus doesn't just come as a nobody human. He actually takes on the very nature of a servant. Rather than exploiting his position and using his power for his own benefit, he, he doesn't look down on people, but he looks up to people. He gives them respect and dignity. He looks up to us while he bends down to wash our feet. He doesn't assert himself, but he humbles himself and serves us because he loves us. And the best expression of this humility and love is found in verse 8. And being found in the appearance as a human, he humbled himself by being obedient to death, even death on a cross. Dying on a cross was the most shameful death in the ancient world. It was a criminal's death. And yet God humbles himself, becomes a human, serves us and dies for us, dies the most shameful death so that we can have forgiveness and life. And because Jesus didn't exploit his position, take advantage of his position, because he put our interests above his, because he humbled himself, became a human and served us and died for us, we read in verse 9, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But why? Why would God become a human, a nobody, a servant? Why would he die for us? Well, firstly, it's to reveal who He really is. God isn't a God who likes to throw His weight around and remain aloof and look down on people. No. Our God humbles Himself, serves us, gives His life for us because He loves us. Secondly, God became a human, a nobody, a servant. 
in order to show us how to be human. To show us a whole new way of being human. Imagine the scene, an escalator going up, full of hurried people, dressed in their tailored suits with, and, and dresses with a Starbucks coffee in one hand, briefcase in the other hand, somehow still managing to be on their cell phone to make the next deal, to close the next investment. Some people pushing and barging through, trying to get, desperately trying to get to the top first. On the other side, next to them, is the downward escalator. With only one guy on it. And he looks different. He's smiling, he's trying to make eye contact. In their minds, they can't figure out why he wants to go down. Their world is up. And yet, as they look behind him, they notice others coming down. People who have stepped off the escalator of life and stepped onto a new escalator, following Jesus. A new community that is following a new way of being human. A way of humility and service. Their motto is found in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Are you on the escalator of power and pride? Or are you on the downward escalator, following Jesus in the way of humility and serving others? The old way, the way of power and pride comes naturally. It's kind of in our DNA. The new way, the way of Jesus, the way of humility and service of others, comes supernatural. People naturally love power, but we need to discover the power of love. We need the love of Jesus and the Spirit of Jesus to empower us to a whole new way of being human. A way of humility and a way of serving others. You see, God has given all of us privileges in one degree or another. Wealth, power, and influence. Are you going to use your privileges for yourself, your enrichment, your benefit? Or are you going to follow Jesus and use them for the sake of others? And it starts today with little steps. The way you treat the person sitting right next to you now. Many people have followed the way of Jesus. Nelson Mandela, who recently passed away, is a prime example. Lived his whole life and was willing to die for the benefit of others. He was on the downward escalator behind Jesus. There's a, a student by the name of Paul who used to help out as a volunteer in a homeless shelter. One Christmas break, he decided to actually live and spend the night at the shelter. After the experience, he said, I never fully understood the significance of God becoming human in Jesus and living amongst us as a lower class citizen until I spent a night in that shelter. When I was sleeping there alongside 25-year-olds and 75 to 75-year-old men, homeless and desperately needed to stay at the shelter in order to avoid the cold, I suddenly realized why. 
Because suddenly I was on the same level as all of them that I never experienced as a volunteer. Because as a volunteer, after you've done your service, you go back home to bed in the suburbs. He was on the downward escalator behind Jesus. And I believe Jesus is asking us today, how about you? Are you prepared to step off the escalator of life and step onto the downward escalator and follow Jesus? Are you prepared to give up some of your privileges and your wealth to identify with and help those less fortunate than you? Are you prepared to step into a whole new way of being human? So, who are you living for? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, may the gifts that we will exchange this Christmas deepen our spirit of giving throughout the year. May the candles that we light this Christmas remind us that You intend no one to live in darkness. May the gathering together of family and friends this Christmas make us appreciate anew the gift of loved ones. For You are the life and our light and our salvation this season and always. And Heavenly Father, we particularly want to pray for those who are housebound and homeless this Christmas. Won't you keep them warm in heart and give them shelter and hope? We also pray for those facing violence this Christmas. Won't you protect them and give them peace? Father, we pray for those who are missing loved ones this Christmas. May their memories be precious and not morbid or miserable. God of past, present, and future, encircle in your love the care of those whom we pray for. And Father, we pray for ourselves. We pray that this Christmas we would step off the escalator of life. Help us to step onto that downward escalator behind you and follow you in a whole new way of being human, a way of humility, a way that serves others and loves others. God of light and hope, of stars and surprises, open our eyes to your reality and our hearts to your presence and love, that we may respond with joy as we celebrate afresh the birth of Jesus. Amen.